If you want to become happier more consistently, ask yourself, what is my requirement? What am I using as a prerequisite before I allow myself to be happy? And before I share with you how you can break that down and really take charge over your own state of mind to feel good, to be fulfilled, to have happiness be there for you and with you long-term, I just wanna give a quick shout out to today's sponsor, which is Shortform. Shortform makes the best guides for nonfiction books. They're like book summaries, but on steroids. They're super detailed, so you get the book's key points on a deeper level. They have interactive exercises to help you apply the ideas that you actually learn. And they also add really smart insights like cross-referencing different books and authors. I like to use Shortform to go back and recapture and remember the key points from my favorite reads. But I also find them great just to kind of introduce myself towards a new book without having to dive deep and read the entire thing so I can kind of get an idea of what it's all about and also learn some of the most valuable points for them to go deeper and really buy the book and get into it fully. I actually used it to help me create today's episode by looking at the book The Art of Happiness by the Dalai Lama. It's a really amazing book in which the Dalai Lama talks about how happiness isn't about having luck or being born unlucky but rather about something that you can practice and cultivate in your life. Now we're gonna get deeper into that, but just remember that if you wanna take advantage of Shortform's offer, you need to go to shortform.com forward slash Raphael, and there you'll be able to receive five days unlimited access, and then also a 20% discount on an annual subscription. Really recommend Shortform, they're awesome, and thanks to them for sponsoring this episode. Now to really improve your happiness and to take it to another level, I want you to start thinking about whether you're treating your own happiness conditionally or unconditionally. Again, it's going back to the point of realizing, am I saying, hey, first I have to achieve something, first I have to become somebody, or first somebody needs to give me something, and then I'll be happier. Once I get here, then I can finally be happy. If so, what you're doing is looping yourself and creating pain you're creating discomfort because you're saying that in order to be motivated, in order to do what you need to do, you need to have happiness as this bait and this thing that you're pulling yourself towards and only then will you actually function and achieve anything meaningful, which, which of course isn't true, right? That's not how it has to be, it's just how it might've been for you for a while. So if you wanna change this and rewire your brain, start giving yourself happiness unconditionally. Start practicing finding happiness moment to moment. Ask yourself, what can I be happy about right now? What's something that I can smile over today? What's something that happened yesterday that made me smile or that made me feel happy? And treat it as a skill where you continuously practice and create opportunities for you to feel the feeling that you want to become your more so permanent state, or at least something that's with you a lot more of the time. See, if you wanted to drive happiness away, you would use it as a carrot on a stick at the end, dangling in front of you that you keep chasing after. But if you wanted it to be your best friend that's there with you by your side as you're doing everything, as you're climbing the mountain, as you're taking on the difficult tasks, as you're striding and striving towards your goals, well, then you can't push it away. You can't make it something that you pursue and that you chase, much like 
how you would in a relationship. If you're in a romantic relationship and you start pursuing your partner and trying to go after them and become good enough for them, what you're actually doing is repelling them because you're saying that innately, there's something wrong with me. I'm not good enough. I need to become this person so that I am worthy. Now, I'm not telling you to become entitled and say, I deserve happiness no matter what, but rather to treat it as you are worthy right now. You are deserving. You don't need to become somebody. You don't need to achieve something. You are already good enough to feel how you want to feel right now. And if you change that criteria, and if you change your mindset around what you need to have or where you need to be, or comparing yourself to someone else and saying, if I'm not as far as they are, then it's not good enough and I can't be happy. If you drop all that, then you can practice it right in this moment, literally in this moment, not later today, but now ask yourself, can I be happy? And if the answer is no, why, 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 and why again? Because we have to dig and find out what the real blocks are and they're not because you don't have that thing. That might be the first answer, right? If I had $10 million, then I could be happy because then I wouldn't have to worry about money. And right now I'm worried. That's the case for a lot of people. I used to be one of those people and I achieved financial freedom and made so much money that I never had to work another day in my life. And that was great, but it didn't fix everything. It didn't put me in a position where I finally felt at peace and I was happy all the time. It just took away the financial pressure and stress. And that's exactly what it would do for you as well, if that's one of the reasons you're using as for why you can't be happy. Now, I'm not saying that improving your finances won't make your life better. Of course it will, and you absolutely should. But what I am saying is that you should challenge yourself and really ask, will it ever be enough? Is there ever a point where I can say I've achieved everything that I needed to and now I can be at peace forever? You'll just find a new goal. You'll just find a new target. And of course, so long as you continue to loop like this, you are stuck. But when you practice happiness, when you ask yourself, what can I be happy about? How can I create happiness for myself today? What can I do today in this moment to make myself feel happier and inspire it within myself? Then you take back control. It's Whenever you want a fire, you light one instead of waiting for the sun to get hot enough and burn the leaves that you stacked up and hopefully one day it'll work for you. You're leaving it up to chance. You're making it accidental. And when you do, you become a leaf in the wind and your future and your state of mind and your happiness is determined by random events. We never want to structure our life that way. And I would never want for you to be at the mercy of randomness. So take back control, take charge and make a commitment to yourself to say that, hey, I'm going to dictate my own emotional state. I'm going to decide how I want to feel, when I want to feel it and not just leave it up to chance. Now, does that mean that you can never be taken away by the moment or that you won't allow uh, life to, you know, swing your mood a little bit up and down? Of course not. That's not it at all. It's not about becoming a perfectionist and being controlling and dictating your mood at every moment, but rather having more influence, not being so easily swayed and also deciding who do I want to be and what state do I want to be in over the course of my life? Because if you leave it up to chance, it won't be what you want by default because it's already something random and the likelihood of it matching up to your criteria and what you desire is pretty much zero. 
So why would we ever do that to ourselves? Now, when you make the commitment and you say, I'm going to work on this as a skill, I'm going to cultivate this, all of a sudden you've regained all of your momentum, all of your power, and you decide where it goes. And then if you wanna take your hands off the wheel and just watch what happens for a little bit, it's from a place of power, not from a place of weakness and you know, a faint prayer that maybe you'll feel what you want, right? Because that's what people do. They let go of the wheel and they say, please universe, give me what I want. I really hope that I'll get what I want. But if you are really being decisive, going after what you want, then it'll give you more of what you want. And when you do let go of the wheel for a bit, you'll probably get something similar to that because you won't turn far away from what your default is. If you are used to feeling happy every day, if you've cultivated it within you, even when something really sad happens or something horrible, your default state is so high, you'll only dip so much. Whereas if your default state is depression and then you have a moment of happiness, it feels like this massive peak, but then something bad happens and you drop below depression, which is apathy. That's not a nice way to exist. That's not fun. So when you do increase your standard, what happens is everything else rises up. You know, rising tide lifts all ships. So all of your emotions, your whole baseline lifts it. And then even when you do take dips, they're not as deep. And you don't have these peaks and valleys that are as crazy because your default is higher.